Welcome back to the podcast. We're excited you're here. We are. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone, and today we're getting close to Mother's Day, so we thought we would celebrate our moms with a few of our favorite things about them and also celebrate that we aren't moms. Yeah. And some of those favorite things about not being a mom, but being an aunt. An aunt that rocks. That's right. And for us, for most of our nieces and nephews, the favorite aunt. Yeah, I would, I'm going to claim it. Me too. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. Some of them might not claim me. Well, (laughs) I think probably all of them would, but I definitely think that I'm the favorite. All right, Jill, what's one life lesson that your mom taught you that you have really held on to throughout life? When you asked me this question, I had to stop and really think, okay, which one am I going to select? (laughs) So the one that I'm selecting is heartfelt messages. Mm. They show your love. Absolutely. So my mom has always written very individual messages Mm -hmm. that point out the uniqueness about you and why she appreciates you and why you are so special. And I'll never forget one year for Christmas. This was, I think in the early eighties. So things were tough in the economy. Sure. And we had these little Christmas trees that were made by my grandma and they had two little slits in them because you were supposed to fold up money and stick them in there okay. and on the tree. Uh-huh. Well, that year my dad was unemployed and it was a tough year And so my mom took wrapping paper and she cut the square and wrote an individual note. Wow. And so I I still have mine. Mm -hmm. And on the back of the wrapping paper, it said joy. And so that was kind of the theme of her letter to me was, you know, what a joy you are to the family. And I'm so fortunate to be your mom. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the life lesson from my mom is these heartfelt messages that's neat and they're individualized Mm -hmm. and when you take your time to set aside and think about that person and what they mean to you in life I think that whole message just equates to love absolutely and I know you love sending those types of messages to your nieces and nephews now yes and the time that it takes is so worth it it is so worth it and Actually, one of my nephews, when he graduated, Tyler, he wrote, he said, you know, I've read all your messages through the years and they've always meant a lot to me. That's neat. That's exactly. Sometimes you don't know, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, I don't care if I don't know. I'm writing it because I want them to know how special they are. Right. That's exactly the intention you hope. That's the impact that you hope that you have with the intention of what you're doing. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. That's neat. Oh, that's so great. So what is your lesson from your mom? Sure. So when I was thinking about this, I was instantly brought to a lot of memories about being in kitchens throughout my childhood and all through my life, because that seems to be the gathering spot for our family. And it can be three of us. It can be 30 of us. Sometimes I'm sure it has been 300 of us. Yes. Because we love to gather and celebrate with food. Uh, And my mom taught me how to cook, which I love, Mm -hmm, love, love mm -hmm. that she passed down a lot of recipes from her mom and 
her mom's mom. And so I have those, but I also really think what she was teaching me was how to listen and appreciate the conversations that were being had. And I really, really enjoy that because as you know, I have a very big, loud family Mm -hmm. and sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming. So I appreciate having learned how to cook, but also having to pay attention to what I was doing, listen, and then also be able to appreciate what's happening in the kitchen around me. So now when I am in that organized chaos, I appreciate being able to observe and be able to engage with others, you know, kind of sprinkle in my conversations, dabble in their conversations. And what I'm loving now is that as my nieces and my nephews are getting older, I have loved witnessing their development of their conversation skills Yeah, with me, with their cousins, with each other, with their parents, with my parents, because it's so interesting to see how they do connect and that I love that they're putting their phones down, that they're not so engaged just with technology, but that they can carry on conversations and that they do. I love, love, love that. And of course, then of course, you know, I believe that that makes me their favorite because they want to come and they want to talk to me. Yes, they do. (laughs) And they want, they want to family means so much Mm -hmm. to them. And I can tell it with my nieces and nephews. Yes. They love to come to the family gatherings Mm-hmm. And and everybody loves to see everybody there. Right. You want to see, you know, where are you at in life? What's going on with your career? Where, you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what's the latest class you're taking? And the development, like you said, I love the progression because we knew them when we were, you know, mm-hmm. they were born. Right. And changing the diapers and, and the babysitting and all that kind of stuff to now they're coming into being adults. Right. And it's a little bit freaky. It is. I agree. But exciting. Mm-hmm. And I always think, wow, I could be working with them. You know, exactly. they're at that age. The right. oldest one's 35. Oh, and my I'm gosh. Like, yeah, I mm-hmm. could totally be working mm-hmm. with them. So I'm always very conscious of that fact, especially when there's younger coworkers mm-hmm. and where they're coming from. It reminds me of the nieces and nephews. Right. Mm-hmm. I did think one day I'd have a house full of kids of my own. I will say I'm not sad today that I don't. There have been times, of course, throughout my life that I'm like, oh, man. But again, I love and have cherished my time being an aunt. I Every day that I get to be one and that I get to be with my nieces and nephews, I am so thankful that my brothers and sisters let me be involved in their kids' lives and They get, I just got invited to a graduation, which, you know, in the era of COVID, things are so limited. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this is so special. And that was it. I'm so incredibly honored that one, I get to be and that um, in such a limited capacity that I was selected to be like, holy smokes. So this is super exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also often think about when I am with my nieces and nephews, I think about all those rules that my mom had, that my dad had for me. And then when I'm asked to be with them on my own, 
the ant rules that I have. So do oh, you yes. do you have ant rules that are different from mom rules, Jill? I do. Okay, let's talk about these. <laughs> I love it. So do I. Yes. Okay. Yes. My aunt rule number one is if I'm in charge of your kid, my only job is just to keep them alive. That's it. Oh my God. I have that same one. Keep them alive. Yep. And so it doesn't matter what they're eating. (laughs) Nope. When they're eating, what they're wearing, if it matches, that part doesn't matter. Okay. I'm I'm just really keep them alive Mm -hmm. is my only goal. That's it. Yeah. They were alive when they got dropped off or when you got there. They need to be alive when the parent comes home. I completely, completely agree. Yeah, and along those same lines, one of my aunt rules is P's and Q's is totally mind your pints and quarts. Mm -hmm. Like totally mind your P's and Q's, but literally pints and quarts because ice cream is a go anytime. A go anytime. 7 a.m. you want ice cream? Yes, you can have ice cream. Right. Yes. There's nutrients in ice creams. We can ice creams and ice cream. We can have it any time. Yes, we can. Yes, yes, we can. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I also believe in if you if your mom or dad has the rule of you have to tidy your room, make your bed, you know, straighten up every morning. Listen, when you're with Aunt Casey, you just need to make sure that room is tidy on the day mom returns. Yes. <laughs> That is the rule. Right. And I will help you. Yes, absolutely. I will help you get that room straightened mm-hmm. out. Um, we'll keep it on the down low. Right. Yeah. Because we probably are going to wreck that room a few times while I'm there. We're going to build forts. We're going to play with every toy. We're just going to make a mess. And so if all we're doing is tidying it up, that is not going to be fun for any of us. Yeah. So we can agree that if mom's not here, mom does not need to know. Right. It is not going to um, break any kind of, you know, big rule of safety. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Not at all. No. Absolutely not. Mm -mm. What else do you have? I have, I like to um, buy them little gifts, sneak them some money. Okay. You know, they might be saving up for something. Mm -hmm. Um, Mom says, oh no, you have enough clothes. You don't need that. Mm -hmm. But then they might admire something I'm wearing. Mm. So then I'll be like, oh, it's only 20 bucks. Sure. So, you know, sneak them a little something on the side. Nice. So I I like to do that. Something I know that um, will make them smile. That's great. I love that. I have a rule that they can say whatever they want to me. They can tell me anything. They can be honest. They can overshare. And they know, too, that... If it's a secret, I will keep it. If it is something that I believe their parents need to be in the know about, we'll have the conversation about that. How will you be telling your parents if they need for me to be with them, if they need to practice on me on how to tell mom and dad, we'll do that. But otherwise, they can say what they want to me and I'll just keep that with me. Yeah, keep keep the communication flowing. Mm-hmm. It's safe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. There's no judgment. Right. I am not the parent. Right. I am the aunt, mm-hmm. and it's a different role. Right. And my brothers and sisters know that too, and they trust that with me. So mm-hmm. there have been times where I've had a sister-in-law call me and say, hey, your niece is going to call you because she just really wants to talk through this. She wants your perspective. I've had a sister-in-law call me and say, your nephew needs to just 
get this mm. off his chest and he doesn't want to talk to mom. He wants to talk to Aunt Casey, which I appreciate that they trust me, that my siblings and my in-laws trust me enough that they will do that with me. Because again, they know too, if it's something that is harmful or something that they do need to manage, that I'm going to bring my siblings into it. But it's going to be with my nieces and nephews. I'm not going to betray their trust. It's always going to be, listen, mom and dad need to know about this. Let's talk about how you talk to them. Right. And I always want them to, nieces and nephews, to know it's not the end of the world. Right. It is not. We can work through this. Mm -hmm. We can take care of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, you might think your mom and dad are going to put the hammer down on you. Sure. Um, they want you to think that. <laughs> That's right. Um, but to know that you are never alone in this world. That's right. Never alone. And I will take, I can maybe sense when there's a trouble mm-hmm. happening. And so I will put myself out there, whether it's another heartfelt letter or something. Sure. And send it or a conversation and just say, I don't know if you're feeling these things, Mm -hmm. but I just want you to know at this time in my life, I went through such and such and such. Yeah. Um, Because I can't stand to watch them struggle Mm -hmm. when I can help. Absolutely. And whether they take that message and crumble it up, I don't care. Sure. Um, Sometimes, though it might give them reassurance Mm -hmm. that it's okay. Right, right. And I think, too, sometimes it humanizes, like, oh, like, yes, that's my aunt, or, you know, that, yes, she has to say that. It's coming Mm -hmm. from someone other than their mom or their dad, and that helps, too. Right, right, yeah. There was it, and as they get older, they realize, oh, wow, there was a time when Aunt Jill was 20. (laughs) That's right. What was you she did like that? when she That's was 20? Right. That's right. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. She got in trouble? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Wow. They start to see you differently. But yeah. You might yes. have gone through some of the same things that they were going through. Well, right. and you know, they're they're older now, and they provide the comfort to me. That's neat. And I love the, you know, come give me the big hugs mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, cheer me up when they know that something hit me sideways. Sure. So that's neat. Um, just that they're loving, caring adults. Mm-hmm. That's neat. It's neat to see them grow into that for sure. Yes, definitely. That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. So one of the other rules that I have that is different from a mom rule is that I will tell them starting at a young age that you don't have to be nice to everyone. And the reason why I do want to share that with my nieces and nephews is that I do, I've heard that a lot throughout my life from my mom is that just be nice, just be nice. Um, There's, to me, there's a huge difference between being nice and being kind. And once you learn that not everyone's going to like you and you aren't going to like everyone, and that's okay. That truly is okay. Mm -hmm. That if you are kind that will make a difference and you don't have to be nice to everyone. But when you figure out what kindness is and you can figure out how to treat people with kindness, then you don't have to be nice to everyone. Right. And it, and it's about you 
taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. and learning how to handle those emotional moments. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, middle school was not the funnest time. Mm -hmm. And so I, my heart really goes out to that time because it's so finicky. Mm-hmm. One hour, your friends are your friends. The right. next hour, you're by yourself. Right. So I really pay particular attention during that time. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that's really where I think about this kindness and being nice really makes the difference. Because when you do figure out, wow, these are my friends or these aren't my friends because I don't like them. They don't like me and we don't have to. Mm -hmm. And that is the part that's okay. When you don't, when you haven't figured that out, you do feel like you have to be friends with everyone and therefore you have to be nice to everyone. Right. And then, and it is so emotional because you're also trying to figure out how do you take on someone else's emotions and and what impact that has on you. And you're just ill-equipped to do that. Yeah, you're you're growing up, you're learning. <laughs> right. And you know, right. I always, you know, just want to tell them, like, it is a sucky time. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We all went through it. Right. And, you know, Aunt Jill's okay. Right. I lived through this. It's okay. Sure. And you will too. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's think long term and let's not just think short term. Exactly. Yeah. So I think sometimes the role is to be the coach. Mm-hmm. And to be the cheerleader. And it's like, you got this. I can see in you. And I just had this conversation this past weekend. And I told Max, he's going to be graduating. And I said, oh, Max, your future is so bright. I can just see it. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me with all sincerity. And he said, thank you, Aunt Jill. That means so much to me, especially coming from you. Mm. And so it's that sincerity Mm -hmm. that you build with them. And to me, that just equates to love. Right. And they know that I will forever be in their life. Right. I'm Mm -hmm. there. You know, I, I'm, I'm back here. Sometimes I'm, I'm far back on the bleachers, but if you need me, I'm right there on the floor with you. That's right. That's right. And I think you just said it, it's, it's seeing that in them, seeing something in them, believing in them when they're not yet equipped to do it for themselves, Mm -hmm. but you see it and you know it, right. And then you're just there providing them that hope and just, you know, wishing it on them, sending it into the universe, making sure that they know they're loved. They know that life is good and it's going to provide for them. They just, they'll get there. They'll understand. They will, they will get there and you can Mm -hmm. see it. And you know, it's not without bumps. That's right. Um, but it's all about, Hey, you can get through this. Right. You know, and that's the thing about being a parent. Mm-hmm. That's heavy duty. Absolutely. That is heavy duty. Um, and hats off to all the parents. That's right. Because there's no book out there mm-hmm. on how to do it. Um, our job as aunts is kind of the fun. It is. It's the fun. And we don't have to lay down the heavy. We don't. We get to have fun. We get to, really be the cheerleader. Like you said, sometimes we get to be the coach. We get to stand back, cheer them on. We get to be their biggest fans. We get to love them unconditionally. And we also get to send them home to their mom and dad at the end of the day, right? which is probably the biggest reward as an aunt that we can possibly get. It is hard work. It is is hard work. I don't know how. So one time, 
this was, I don't know, probably 15 years ago. I was watching four of the nieces and nephews in one family. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, one was like in eighth grade, seventh grade, third grade, and, you know, maybe barely four. Okay. And the seventh grader had a basketball game. I said, okay, we're going to go to Wendy's. We're going to get mm-hmm. our food. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go to the basketball game. So we go into the building. Of course, basketball players down on the floor with the team. The eighth grader is with her friends. The third grader is sitting right next to me because he's very compliant. And the fourth or the four-year-old is kind of around the corner, but just playing on some mats, um, gymnastic mats with some other kids. So I'm keeping an eye on that, watching the game. And the next thing you know, the fire alarm goes off. And I <laughs> peeked around to the four-year-old, and he's right by that fire alarm. I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. So we had to vacate the gym. <laughs> And we get outside, and someone said, hey, Max, did you pull that fire alarm? And he said, yep. I said, oh, my gosh. I, I thought the fire department, it came sure. to the school. I thought, oh, gosh, you know, I'm going to get a huge ticket for this. Sure. But, you know, that's just just a little slip just, up. That's it. That's right. A little yeah. bump in the road. Yeah. And just when <laughs> That's what happens sometimes. You know, yeah. you're thinking you're doing the best thing. You're letting him do his thing. Yeah. You're, you got your eye on everyone else. You're, you're doing it. You're right. being best favorite aunt of all time. Mm-hmm. And then the fire alarm gets pulled. That's hey, right. you know what though? You did do your best job because he was honest. He, he told was, the truth. He was. Right? And we were not in the emergency room. That's exactly so right. That's, no one was bleeding. No. no one was hurt. And... They all were alive when mom came home. That's right. And we have a great story to tell That's now, exactly years it. and years later. That's it. Yeah. Well, if you're a mom and you're listening, we say happy Mother's Day to you. If it's not even close to Mother's Day, we still ha- say happy Mother's Day to you yes. because we do know being a mom is no small feat. We thank you for that. We recognize you. We celebrate you. And if you're an aunt, kudos to you too. We yes. hope you are the favorite. Just like we are. We love being the favorite. We love being ants. We hope that you've learned a few things. We hope that some of these are your favorite tips too. And we hope we're sending you out on a high note with hope. Until the next time. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.